Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the DestoProds.com video games podcast. It has been a while. As always, it's been a while. Remember today we got Cave. Hi. And Alex. It's been a while. Why do I never try and do a serious voice? I always go, like, goofy, silly. I'll, oh, hi. Pre- pretty much everybody but Alex does. Like, me, you, and James are going, hi, 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 and then Alex will be like, hello, I'm Alex. I'm always serious. <laughs> and don't call him Shirley. I'm, o- I'm always serious. Now, if you excuse me, I'm going to T-pose for a while and stare at you. <laughs> Uh, the T-pose of doom. You can't see it. You can't see it right now, but I'm actually T-posing. <laughs> this is not This is not the place for it. It's more than a little frustrating that I made you an armor with a power that makes T-posing matter in combat, and you have never touched it. Have we had combat since you gave me that? Yes. That, wa- that wasn't like a joke? No, I literally made that. I know, but when did you no, make No, 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 he's saying the combat was a joke. W- was there Rich. a combat? That, was, that wasn't like me ninja flipping up the tree and then buzzsaw scything my way down? Yes. The the wyverns? The wyverns. Fuck, the goddamn, uh, like, I gave it to you, like, episode three. Check out Curse Destiny, available now whenever, available now on DustWorldProds.com, wherever our podcasts are available. I guess I guess I'll have to I'll have to start throwing that more into my strategy. I'm making you new armor that's just going to replace it. Depots of because you just won't use it. But anyway, we're here to talk about video games, not our tabletop games. But inevitably, we'll end up talking about our tabletop games because it seems like any time we record, me and Cave, we end up having a like 30 minute plus discussion of one of our tabletop games. But, no comment. <laughs> in the meantime, just talk about whatever happens to come to my head, Alex. Whether it's ice, whether it's ice cream, or you mentioned before we started recording that you had an update to the laptop saga. Oh yes, yes. The, we must the, the, hear the laptop sagas. Con- okay. The continuation so, so the laptop, of the laptop saga. The continuation of the la- of the laptop saga that I broke a year and a half ago. Yeah, and which was been have been trying to get it fixed since then. For those who are new, the basic synopsis for the Laptop Saga is... Alex poured a a glass of water on his laptop and has been fighting to get it repaired ever since. Not just his laptop, his newly purchased laptop. Yes, the newly purchased laptop that I had for a month. (laughs) He bought a laptop, had it for a month, dumped the thing of water on it, and has since been having it ping-ponged back and forth between multiple different, like places yes. looking to fix it getting it back having it just be missing pieces and you 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 might now you might be wondering why didn't i just send it to asus to get it repaired because asus wanted to charge me 80 percent of what i paid for it to fix it and, and i was like no with your current situation having gone through how much have you paid uh nothing okay then Because I bounced it to I bounced it to this one guy down in South Carolina who said he couldn't fix it, uh, so he sent it up to this one guy in Connecticut who had been try- has probably had it for like the last year, and he was he's very hard to get a hold of because every time I call his shop, I ask him if I ask him if he's there, and if he's not there, 
then they can't help me because it's a side project he's doing for me that they don't like him using company resources for. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, uh, yeah, no, no, he's he's doing a thing for me. Oh, well, maybe you could tell me what it. No, that's okay. Just just, uh, it's, just tell it's, me when it's, Gabe gets in, please. It's it's not computer related. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. All he can well, do this, is computers. Well, this, no, this is a phone. Related. No, so he works in a phone repair shop, so. I'm calling the ah. phone repair shop to ask about a computer, and they're like, we don't service computers here. This is a phone shop. That's fun. <laughs> yes. Uh. And so uh, in April, Gabe said, uh, so I got I got this new part finally coming in from China, and I'll, I'll, I'll let you know by the end of the month, hopefully if it was fixed. So April comes, no call. You May should have comes, guessed it. You were no a fool call. for believing that anything would happen in April. Uh, <clears throat> I called the shop, and they're like, oh, yeah, Gabe hasn't been in like a month and a half. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, we, we don't know what's going on. So I called the guy, and we called the guy in South Carolina who recommended Gabe, and we're like, hey, um, your buddy just kind of went off the grid. Did he steal my computer and sell it for parts? And he was like, "No, no, he's not like that. It's just he. Apparently, he he's in he is he's in very poor health. So sometimes, like, he just gets sick for months at a time. And it just, oh, it just, now I feel just, bad for making fun of him. He gets sick for months at a time. It just, and does not tell a single person. It does not tell a single person. Tell, tell and, everybody but his boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You go to Connecticut. It's so, like it's like, hey, I'm looking for this place. Are oh, you looking for Gabe? Yeah, he's in the hospital, man. Yeah, dude, he's been out for a while. Yeah, don't tell his boss." He's still being uh, still being paid overtime. So I was like, oh, "All right, well, just, just." I was like, "If you ever hear from him at any time in the next month, uh, just, just remind him about the laptop." And finally, <laughs> uh, like two weeks ago, I got a, I got a call not from Gabe, but from somebody from his phone store. <laughs> oh, that's so bad! It's so bad! Holy hell! And, and okay. uh, they and, and uh, they basically said, "Yeah, shit's fucked, yo. We can't fix it." So, um, we're going to send it back to you. <laughs> oh, I love the laptop saga. So we're, we're just, we're just going to, we're going to yeah. ship it back to you. It's like, this is your address, right? And I was like, yeah, he says, all right, we're just going to ship it back to you. And, uh, sorry about that. But yeah, Gabe said he couldn't fix it. And yeah. that was back in my house and it's, it's in no better shape than it was a year and a half ago when I said it out to be repaired. My so, God. So apparently, uh, it's not getting fixed. Oh, uh, what a bittersweet end to the laptop saga! <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure the end of the laptop saga is I'm going to give it to somebody and be like, "All right, will you give me anything for the spare parts in this thing that still work?" It's corpse returned home, and now it'll be picked apart by the vultures. Basically, yes. <laughs> what a sad ending of the laptop saga. I, uh, and I'm just, I'm just like. Like you, you replaced three parts and you still couldn't get it to work. He was like, "No, I don't know what the deal is here." Have you tried turning it off and then back on? Yes. Have you, have you tried yes, putting yeah. it in rice for a couple hours? Uh, we tried that. We tried holding it upside down. We tried opening it up to let the water drain out. We did. We basically did every, every trick in the book and it wouldn't turn on. And he replaced like half the laptop and it wouldn't turn on. And he's like, "I don't know. This is made terribly." Have you tried buy buying? A, have you tried buying a desktop? I was like, yeah, ne- we'll never buy never buy a laptop from Asus. 
because oh, they're yeah, not no, made I, very well. I, I could have told you that. Yeah, it, it's, but I wasn't consulted. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird thing where, like, there are these companies that are like the most most well known fucking people, and then it's just hey, here's the thing we made. It's trash. Like personally, if I have the choice, I am never getting anything Acer or Asus again. Yeah, no, my first laptop was an Acer. And it did not function from the day I bought it. Couldn't turn it on. Like, like, couldn't turn it on. Like, when I say that, I mean, it wouldn't boot. Sent it to the company. They said, oh, yeah, it's broken. And replaced it with one that could turn on, but could barely perform basic tasks. I mean, couldn't open a Word document half the time. Finally retire that computer, get an ASIS, and it fried itself within a month. <laughs> Sent it to get replaced. Didn't hear back from them for three months when they finally said, yeah, we just got to replace it. There's something wrong with the motherboard. Didn't hear back from them again for another few months. In which case, I, I, I was harrying their asses. It was like, oh, sorry, we lost track of your order. We'll have to ship you another one. <laughs> Finally get it. It's the wrong model. Tight. It's a step down from the piece of crap I had. Harry them some more. Finally get them to ship me the right model. And at this point, I was on the verge of giving up. But it was actually a functional computer for a while. <laughs> A while. <laughs> a while. Yeah. My first laptop was also an Acer. Um, I did nothing wrong with it. I didn't like, I didn't like spill water on it. It just, the motherboard melted three times. Yep. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. Eventually got rid of that and uh, basically just went over to like desktop fully. Uh, and then the desktop that I currently have. Or I should say, the previous iteration of the desktop I currently have had an Asus motherboard. And I was like, okay, sick. I need to upgrade the storage in here so I can get some more games on here. This thing has a second M.2 drive. Let me put another M.2 SSD. I put it in there. To do it, I had to unseat the graphics card. Turns out that was a mistake. Because it, because according to the tech guy I took it to, it is apparently a well-known thing. Or, or at least not well-known, but like reported thing that... If you take out a gra if you take out the graphics card to put an M.2 drive on that brand of Asus motherboard, there is a non-zero chance that the BIOS just kills itself. Yay! So then I had to spend four hundred dollars and uh, like three weeks without a computer in order to get this one up and running again. So yeah. It's not great, and Asus customer support is terrible. And what's also yeah, not great, and what's also not great is uh, they, the, the computer company, uh, the computer repair place, replaced my Asus motherboard with a different Asus motherboard. I didn't want to be, a, I didn't want to be like a fucking bitch about it and be like, "Hey, could you get like an MSI or like a gigabyte or something?" 
but I but at that point I was just like, okay, yeah, fuck, it. I just need my computer back. I'm having anxiety oh, I attacks. I, 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 I straight up started raging at them after after like the four after like the fifth email, which is basically like, we're very sympathetic to you, but we're not going to do anything unless you pay us eight hundred bucks. And I was finally like. <laughs> No, I was like, if you don't fix this right now, I'm going to make sure no client that ever that ever does any business with my company will ever get an Asus product ever again. Oh, you turned into one of those people. Yes. It didn't work. <laughs> Surpri- surpri- surprisingly, they, surprisingly, they didn't care about my my threat to uh, to tell everyone that I work with that uh, Asus sucks. Oh. Yeah, they, I didn't they take... don't realize just how valuable the Arrow staple contract is. Yeah, you never know. So, <sighs> that's basically the end, I'm pretty sure, of the laptop. Yeah, so you're going to have to buy a new laptop. <laughs> I don't think I'm getting it fixed. I think I just wasted a thousand bucks. It's a shame. It's, it's a real shame. Kind of, but but on the upside, I did. I they didn't charge me anything because they were like, "Well, we're not going to charge you anything because we couldn't fix it." Sorry Bold about that. stance for a company, legitimately. Like I, yeah, yeah, like those guys. Like, if we were the kind of group that did that, I'd say some free advertisement. But we're yeah. not that kind of group. Yeah, third party. <laughs> while your first party interactions have all been dog shit, at least your third party interactions have been decent. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry about that. We couldn't fix it, so don't don't worry about it. We're not going to charge you when uh, you know, we couldn't do anything for you. I'm honestly a little so surprised least... that you didn't get like charged for any shipping. Yeah, did you get charged for shipping? You should have at least paid for shipping. I, I actually don't. I might have gotten charged for shipping, but I, I, you know, that's that's fair. Shipping shipping from New Jersey to Connecticut is only like you know fifteen dollars maximum. Unless, like, you pay for super fast next day shipping, but we did not. Tight. So, yeah, so in the end, I didn't I, I didn't have to pay, like, a hundred bucks and still get nothing in return, but <laughs> that's the end of, that's the end of the saga of the laptop. Uh, it could, whatever, whatever that, that half a glass of water did, it, like, completely destroyed it forever. Stay tuned for the next yep. uh, laptop saga, which will follow, which will begin when he has a glass of Kool Aid. It, <laughs> it just, it just, it destroyed it so badly that replacing half the parts in there, and it still wouldn't turn back on. <laughs> now drop another glass of water on it and see if it fixes it. It could be. Drop a glass of salt on it and see if that. He's fixes like, he's it. like, he's like, I don't, under, I don't understand. I replaced all the parts. <laughs> I replaced all the parts. You got wet. It should be working. <laughs> so does it like just not turn on at all like there's no like sand there's no like fan sounds it's just you hit a button nothing happens nope nothing happens it's dead okay I was gonna say it would have been hilarious to go through all that turns out the screen was just dead nope it, it, there is there is no no power to anything in the unit for some reason okay even though they're theor- right. even though they theoretically should be alright shall shall we go into what Alex has played <laughs> I'm sorry you lost that save file, man. Because I know that was one of your big things. Oh, oh, well, well, it's fun, funny we mentioned that. Oh, I finally, I finally caved and played Star Ocean again. <laughs> and this time I actually beat it. Fucking finally. Yes. 
The thir third time was the charm. I, I played the exact same path I did the first two times, even though I really didn't want to. Because I was like, I have to, I have to finish the game with these characters before I, I start experimenting with before anyone I new. Before I fucking die. Yeah. So. So how was uh, it? Yeah, it was. You know, it was it was relatively <laughs> short. But I mean, compared to some of the other Star Oceans, it was uh, like another another important part for everyone to understand. Part of the laptop saga was that he lost his save file. And and this is like this was like the like, third time he tried it, and he was like, uh, "I'm not. I I am waiting until I get that laptop back to continue this game." Yeah, I I I played it. I played it on PSP. I got to like the second to last dungeon, and then my PSP broke. And then I I started on the laptop. I got to the second to last dungeon, and I fried the laptop. So yeah, I was like, "I'm not. I'm not playing it again." And I'm I'm going to get back to that save file. And then finally, one day, I was like, "You know, screw it." Yeah, finally, what finally, finally beat it, and the reaction is that was okay. It was, it was. I mean, it was, it was all right. It was, I, just, uh, I love it was that enjoyable. this massive ordeal across three different systems with multiple issues of just like things breaking before you could finish it. Then you finally get to the end, and you're like, yeah, okay. I knew it wasn't going to be groundbreaking because it was the first Star Ocean game, which is no, known but like for you being... think you think there'd be more of a reaction. Like that is literally the comedy answer. Yeah, I was like, it was, it was, it was, it, it was fun. Uh, it's I, like, but it's like the by end. the end, I had gotten so overpowered that I killed the final boss in like a minute because yeah, I knew exactly I all RPGs. Well, it's, it's just that I knew exactly, I knew all the tricks at this point because I played through that exact same game three times. <laughs> it's still, it's still just so that funny. Is hilarious. It is, it is so that is, great. That is, that yeah. is hilarious. That is so bad. I did not beat the uh, the optional super boss yet, so because every star every Star Ocean game has the exact same final dungeon. I mean, the exact same opt optional dungeon and optional super boss. I look forward to you getting yeah. I look forward to you getting halfway through it, and then the system you're currently playing it on dying. Bro, I mean, if it does, I'm just gonna be. I mean, I've I've played that dungeon on other Star Oceans, so I'm like, I know what I'm getting into here. Yeah, yeah it's the same every time. It's basically the same thing. It's like you you go you go through a several floor dungeon called the Cave of Trials, and you fight an angel guy at the bottom whose name is Gabriel, and yep. that's about it. I have beaten it twice, so at this point, I don't care anymore. <laughs> Does it change the ending or give you a new ending at all? It's no. post game. It's post game. Okay, it's post game. So it, it doesn't, doesn't matter at all. So this isn't some like true ending bullshit where you're like, like, all right, you beat the game regular. Now you got to do this fancy thing in order to get the true ending. Uh, no, but the ending will change depending on if depending on what characters you have. So if you want to get another ending, you have to start from the beginning and recruit different characters. Okay, that's one so, thing. You know, so you know, not the not the same, not the exact same four guys I've gotten in every playthrough so far because yeah. I have to do it this way. But like large scale events, the tr the ending is just the true ending. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Especially the first the first game only really has one ending and then, you know, the later games have more branched out endings like that, but you know, for the because the first game was so powerful on the on the Super Nintendo hardware that they pretty much couldn't fit half the game. <laughs> because it had voice acting, which was relatively new at the time. Yeah. And it had and it had uh it had an item crafting system which was pretty new at the time. And just the whole 
a, a lot of stuff that now is standard in games, but at the time was pretty amazing. It's like the way they the water flows in like this and some of the the background scenes because it was using the whatever the special chip the Super Nintendo has. Yeah, I I have an issue with branching endings. Yeah. Yeah, in particular like a uh, in particular like the visual novel style of doing it. Uh, I think I mentioned this before when I was playing like a uh, like the nonary games. Like the mm. Zero Escape stuff. I love those games. I I've kind of run into a similar thing with like not even like not even similar, but like a thing where the end result is similar, where I get partway through the first one and then just stop. Is that going to be what we what we go to after Danganronpa two? Uh, I thought maybe the Sherlock games after. Who would be opposed to that? But no, like the idea with a like the idea that I have to play through the game a specific way and get one ending, and then play through it again another specific way in order to get the real ending. This really fucking bugs me, especially because those yeah, games well, are like, like one of them. You have to play through like six times in order to get the true ending. Yeah, fuck that. Who the fuck? Why the fuck would they make it like that? I don't know. <laughs> There's one game that was on the PlayStation Two that's getting actually getting remade this year that has like ten protagonists, and if you play through, if you get a save file where you play through is all ten of them, which takes forever, you get. An optional scene where like all ten protagonists just like meet and they're like, "Hey, the guy played the game with all all ten of us. That's crazy. Yeah, okay, bye." <laughs> and that's what you get. Oh lord, <laughs> that is so not worth it. You spend one hundred and seventy five hours to have ten fucking characters just look at each other and go, "Well, some idiot fucking did it." <laughs> this guy has no life. <laughs> Everyone, let's laugh at the loser. It's, it, it, it's to go like full Metal Gear, just pull out your save file and just look at how many hours you spent. This full Psycho Mantis. I see you like to play Castlevania, too. Uh, <laughs> oh, <Mario> yeah. Sunshine. <laughs> oh, fucking Psycho Mantis. Yeah, I never actually played that fight, so I've never I don't have any first-hand experience of that. I think in Metal Gear Solid uh 4 Yeah, the PS3 one. The game actually like updated or something to change the Psychomantis fight after the after the DualShock 3 got released. <laughs> because cuz like it cuz like the original PS3 controller didn't have didn't have rumble. Wasn't until, huh. the, wasn't until the DualShock 3 came out that it had Rumble, and then when that happened, I do I do can't remember if this was like an update or if the game came out Put after. Put your controller on the table. Yes, I would use the power, I, I use my mind it. powers to move it. Then he goes like, oh then, my god. Then, then it rumbles, and, and, it, and then it, you just start mashing the button, because with some things in in MGS4, when you like mash the button, uh, it will like show up like flashes of some like extra images that give it more context or something. You that with a controller, and it just shows the like, it just shows like promo shots of the DualShock Four, and Psycho Man just goes, "Yes, Rumble is back." God, I, I love do not games. like. I do not like those games as games, but I enjoy them as just things to look at. Just, I just remember in Metal Gear Solid Four, he tries to read the memory card, and he's like, "Oh no, we don't use memory cards anymore." No, <laughs> you found a way around my psychic powers. 
my limitless potential. Oh, Lord. It's great. I I need to finish MGS5. Eh, I'm not going to. It's like I got to Africa and then just kind of ended up meandering around, not really doing anything. I stopped playing when I realized that the timers were only for active playtime. And, like, I had, like, one that was, like, three or six days for the missions that you can send your guys on. Ah. And I was like, well, that's the opposite of fun. Goodbye. Well, it's... I don't know if, like, it was, like, actual, like... Because, like, I've, I've played... I've, I've played... I've done, I've done the mission before. I've never seen one that was six gate six days playing it. I don't remember exactly how long it was, but it was some ridiculous amount of time. And I was like, oh, well, I played some today. I'm done for now. Come back the next day. No progress had been made on the mission. And I was like, the fuck? And that just kind of killed it for me, because... Like, while I wasn't super, like, like, oh, I need these rewards, I was like, I would like the option to actually send my guys on something else. Yeah, it's been so long since I played MGS5, I forget half the mechanics in it. So, what else you been playing, Alex? Uh, well, I went back to another game that I, I, had, I had started a while back and I never finished. Uh, so, when Tales of Vesperia had... Uh, Oh, we can both talk about ago. this. We can both talk about this. Oh, why? What happened? You, you played I play, it? I, I replayed it. Oh, really? Yeah. I forgot that I had played it. <laughs> like, I forgot that I had played it for the show until you mentioned it just now. Oh, there, yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, I the first time I had played it, and I got to the final dungeon, and then I stopped for some reason. Something else had came out, and I got gotten distracted. The first time I played it, there was like a massive difficulty spike and I just got I got fed up and quit playing. Cause I was like, I could spend the next twelve years level grinding, or I could not. And I chose not. <laughs> this time, like, I don't know what was different, but I didn't have the difficulty spike problem that just made me quit the game. And I got Good. almost I got almost to the ending, and then was like, I'm going to take a break. I don't want the adventure to end yet, so I'm going to take a break and come back to it later. Oh, it doesn't end. At the, it doesn't end after the ending. Yeah, yeah it, it ends after the ending. Like, there might be more to play, but I'm playing for the story. Like the entire, I mean, Tales of Vesperia's post game is so huge that it's practically a game in itself. Oh God! With all of the with all of the arena stuff and optional dungeons and all that, okay. it's a bit Guess of a missed opportunity. Yeah. <clears throat> Guess I'm going to be going to beat that game soon. It's a bit of a missed opportunity, in my opinion. Uh, I just started looking up bits, bits about the game, and main character's name is Yuri Lowell. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And it's a shame that in the English version they didn't get Yuri Lowenthal. Yeah, yeah do I you, know. Do you know? Do you know why they didn't? I do not. Because he had, he had voiced the protagonist in the game that came out the year before. Tales ah. of the Abyss. Okay. Oh, and so they, they didn't want to repeat it. Okay. And they didn't want. And and they called him up and they're like, the protagonist's name is Yuri Lowell, and we really wish we could get you to play, but we can't have you play the lead. You know, two games in a row. Sorry. 
Who's your favorite character? Like main character? Probably Yuri. <laughs> really? Uh, he's 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 got some great moments, but I I prefer um oh god, what's the kid's name? Carol. Yeah, I prefer Carol. Just that like very real. The world's gonna just fall apart, and there's nothing I can do about it. Like spirit that he has until his friends are like, believe in yourself. And he's like, that doesn't work, but I'll, I'll try. I like Yuri because he's very against what the typical Tales protagonist is, which is, you know, a moron, a, a moron who's cheerfully oblivious to half the stuff that's going on. Yeah, Yuri is just like, I've got this. Yeah, he's on, he's on top. He's on top of everything. He's like, he's on he, the he, he figures he things. So he has a brain. He is so fucking on the ball. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like when that when that noble is like, I'm just going to abuse my power and get out and keep it and keep, uh, you know, keep, when I first keep murdering that peasants game. because I'm evil. So Yuri's like, okay, then I guess I got to murder you. When I first played that game, I said, "Man, I wish I could just kill this bastard." And then Yuri does it, and, and I was then, like, "Man, I wish yeah. I got to do it." <laughs> <laughs> because in most uh, tales games, they just shake their fists and go, "Grr, he's getting away with it." There's nothing we could do because of the laws of the land. And Yuri's just like, nah. Fuck the laws of the land, I got a like, sword. Fuck it. Fuck it. Slash, slash. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just like, yep. That's justice. Just, oh my, you are, motherfucker. <laughs> and, like, they have the, like, like, this This is the only game I've ever played where at the end they're like, yeah, you were probably right. <laughs> you shouldn't have done it, but you were probably right for murdering that motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah. Even the guy who's, like, trying to arrest him was like, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, you're yeah. It's like yeah. I mean, it's, it's like that, that was the right thing to do, but you know, and I love you shouldn't have done it. I love that you're probably right. Just, like, just nobody don't is sure about anything. Exactly. Nobody is just like everyone's just like they don't. They that's don't right say decision, it right? exactly like that, but that's the feeling I got from it. Just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just eh. I mean, all things considered, that was a good move, but like. You murdered somebody. <laughs> From the sounds of it, somebody important. Uh, to somebody's important, actually. Yeah. Tight. To, uh, to the, yeah, the, the, f- and like, the first... they're the biggest pieces of shit. <laughs> so, yes, I am very happy with those murders. Yeah, the, f- the first guy is like, uh, he's like one of the biggest, he's like one of the highest nobles. He's, He's one of the highest ranking nobles and is on like the council of whatever nobles. The council of nobles. The, like the, whatever whatever the noble council is that like always has the right family think it's in a just deadlock. the noble council. Yeah. I, I think it was just the noble council. And because it's the noble and, council versus the knights. Yes. <laughs> so ridiculous. So dumb. I love it. And it turns out he was just like feeding random peasants to creatures in his basement. Because, because he gets off him. on that kind of thing. Uh, of course. It I and I don't know I honestly don't know what you, I was expecting. Like like when, and, whenever and when you when you catch when you catch him red handed and parade his crimes in front of all the nobles, they just give him a he just he uses his authority as an as the noble council to give himself a slap on the wrist. We don't get to see the court case, but this is what I imagine it was. Do you feel bad? No, but you're going to let me go anyway. Well, don't do it again. I will. I'm going to. 
basically. Yeah, it's like, I've I've been I've been reading a lot of like Japanese and also like Korean stories about like that are set in like somewhat European like uh, fucking like feudal like feudal empires and stuff. And so many of them are like, all right, we need to make these nobles bad guys. How do we do that? Okay, they're pig demons who rape children. That sounds about right. And I'm just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that 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 tracks. There are there are some nobles that are decent people. Yeah. Like you like you work alongside several nobles who are decent folk. Yeah, but like it's all it's always but... the thing. It it's it is it is a fucking parade of pig demons and shrill harpies and horrendous people and like five dudes who are really hot who are like yeah I'm a good person Cumor is like weird hot <laughs> <laughs> like he's one of those he's he's super bishy he's super bishy and he's like the like also like the nobles aren't the only shitheads because there's also shitheads in the guild system. So, like... Like, like you're about 50-50 for your bad guys. Basically, every fraction of the game has some shitheads in it. Half of them are nobles, half of them are guildmates. So... Uh-huh. Because I don't count the Intelikea as bad guys. They're higher beings that are trying to save the planet. Yeah. <laughs> How are they trying but even to a couple of, But even a couple of them are like, you humans suck and should all die. <laughs> yeah, that's how they're trying to save the planet. And you have, <laughs> to, you, you have to, and you have to come up with it with a reason as to why that's not true. It's like, hey, uh, check this shit out, and they just like do like the, just do like the really like dumb, just do like a bunch of, like dumb magic tricks. Like, hey, got these two rings? Look, they're solid. Oh, now they're together. It's like, oh, humans are powerful. Your magic is beyond me. <laughs> like, I know it's just the Rick and Morty bit. But just like the giant things, just being like, show me what you got. And then doing something really stupid and mundane. Everyone's like tight. Uh, but yeah, no, like I'm going to go and beat the game now. <laughs> Don't sound too excited about it. Oh, I I, did, I, I, just, I adore the game. Like just, I adore it. It's just, just I don't want to just don't don't, don't collect all the devil's arms first. I don't even know what those are. Uh, you know those. You know. You know. Every once in a while, you go and find like a weird weapon, and they're like, "Oh, this is an important. This might be plot important." No. Well, you must have gotten some because there are some you can't avoid. I got a funky sword. Yes, that one. Yeah, I got that. Okay. Well, there's like there's one of those for every character, and if you have all of them for every character, then the final boss gets a third form that's like ridiculously hard, unless you're much higher than you would be on your first go around. Yeah. So, so yeah, it doesn't sound like you did that though. So, but don't do that. I got a sword. So yes. like, I'm, there the might sword, be one other, but I don't think the so. sword, the sword is the I'm only also, one you straight like, up get. I think one of the ones that like, one of the things that like I did wrong when I was a kid is I didn't actually train myself up with the various weapons. I just equipped whichever one was the strongest. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, you, you need to... to train up with the various weapons to get the skills that actually make you effective. That is true. Wait, so are the skills individual weapon based? 
Uh, each weapon comes, like, some of the weapons come with skills, some of them don't. If they come with skills, it's, like, between two and three skills. Um, oh, cool, more grinding. It's actually really easy. Yeah, you you like, get as as you pr- you like pretty you much automatically the weapon learn. and use it, and you just start learning the skills. Yeah, you don't you don't really right. need to grind that much as long as you you know actually rotate through the weapons that you get. Also, you don't have to have a character on the field for them to gain experience with either regular levels or with their weapons. So, like just, you can like you can keep your main team on the field and not have to worry about. Oh, I gotta get my dog's dagger skill up. No. Repeat is such a fun character. That's the dog. One of the characters is Yuri's dog. No, he's not Yuri's dog. He's someone else's dog. That's he true. just he's hangs out else's, with Yuri. He's someone else's dog who hangs out with Yuri because, well, because he's de- his old, his original owner is dead. Yeah. Huzzah! Which is something you, which is something you'll find you find out when you watch. The uh, first strike OVA tie-in to the game. Do you find the dog guarding a dog food store? No, no, he's guarding Yuri's dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> like Yuri is like the most active and intelligent protagonist in the Tales series. He's still a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, he is the most active, but he's still the protagonist of a Tales series. He's a dumbass, and he doesn't. And he doesn't have the usual Tales series protagonist skill set. Instead, that's what Flynn has, because there's also Flynn, who is basically just the, the typical Tales protagonist, except he's not the protagonist. I follow the orders of a corrupt kingdom, and yeah. don't question it, even though that's the whole reason I became a knight? Yeah. I, no, I, Wait, what? I like, don't worry about corruption, I can't even spell it! Like, him and Yuri, like, so one of the big things is him and Yuri both became knights in order to root out corruption in the Empire. Yuri said, you know what, I can't do this anymore, I want to murder everyone around me. Hell yeah, brother. And Finn proceeds to spend the rest of his life, well, you should have stayed a knight. Look at how much good I'm doing, subjugating this entire kingdom. Yeah, if they're subjugated, then bad things will stop happening. Murdering their leader. In cold blood. Yeah, he was leading them to do bad things, which would hurt them. By killing him, they stop. I mean, I mean, he didn't He didn't actually kill the leader in cold blood. He was just kind of tricked into accidentally invading at the worst possible time. Finn was the biggest fucking dumbass. Finn, like... Oh, I hate, I, anytime Finn was in my party, I'm like, all right, funny outfit for you, because you can change their costumes. So Finn got a goofy looking fucking outfit to make fun of him the entire time, because his dumb ass. Yeah, yeah he's it. one of my favorite characters to play as. Really? Yeah. Honestly, I spent the entire time as, as Yuri, because I didn't want to play as anybody else. I mean, like, I, well, Sor- I play, I play as Finn because I'm used to, I'm used to that character. I'm like, I was like I'm, swordsman or axeman. Yeah, or axeman. I like I liked uh, Raven too. I really felt for Raven and his. I'm just an old man who wants to not be doing stupid adventuring with kids. I'm but an I old worry. man at age, at age 35. Uh, yeah. I just had a good doctor's appointment. I can be positive. <laughs> well, that's, well, that's just the dated nature of the game being from like 15 years ago because. 
the actual, the actual, like several Tales games that have come out since then have actual old men that were like age 65 or age 55. So Rave Raven, who's everyone talks about, is like, ah, oh, he's like, oh, it's the old man. He's like 35. I'm like, that doesn't really track anymore. Well, he has reasons that he's an old man beyond yes. just like his age. So at least there's that. He's seen things. So many horrible things. He fought in the war. Which war? All of them. The war? No, the big, the big war that happened 15 years before the story, where most of the main characters were either kids or weren't weren't born yet, except for Raven, who actually fought in it. And Judy. Oh, that's right, because Judy is special, vague, vague, vague an elf person with a vague age. <gasps> oh man. I thought their hair dealies were... I thought their antenna were just hair dealies. No, their antenna. <laughs> I know. I found it out by going through Judy's equipment. It was like, antenna covers? Weird. <laughs> Tales of Vesperia. It's fun. It was fun, yes. And then I beat the game, and now I'm like, okay, now I have to do the hours and hours and hours of post-game side quests. Well, I'll be suffering through it with you, my man. Yes. I won't be. Wang. No, you, you, well, you, you said you played it one time and you couldn't find the final dungeon. I have never touched a Tales game. Or was that Cave? That might have been me. I, I was got, I, I remember, I remember, because I talked about I got, this. I like, got lost. Like, my, on my first playthrough, I got absolutely lost. And, uh, you know, everything was too strong for me and I just gave up. Okay, because I, I remember, I remember, uh, I talked about this when it, the game first released, like two years ago, and when you were like, "I played it till almost the end, but I couldn't find the final dungeon." And I was like, "How could you miss the final dungeon? It's the giant floating island in the middle of the map." Because I was useless. That says final also, dungeon here. It's also entirely possible that I just forgot how to summon my flying ship. I mean, it could have been, but he's like, <laughs> "I couldn't find the final dungeon." And I was like, "It's the, it's the giant ominous floating island in the middle of the map that you can literally see from everywhere." Yep, can't find it. Nowhere to be found. Doesn't exist. Yeah. I bet this whole, I bet this whole like, you know, Final Dungeon thing is just fake news anyway. Oh, God. I'm so sick of that phrase. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anything else been playing, Alex? There is something I've played, but I, I can't seem to think of what it is. Because <laughs> it's because it's been so long since we recorded. That's why I got to get, that's like, why I gotta get into the habit of taking notes. I was like, there was something else I played. I don't remember what it was. I, I know there there is one thing I played, but I didn't play it for very long. Um, it turns out there was a there is a DS Go Kaiju game that came out back when Go Kaiju was airing <laughs> that I somehow missed. Which, for those of you who don't know, is the Power Rangers show that they adapted into the worst season. Hell yeah! Wait, which yeah. worst season? Because there are two that I'm aware of. The uh, worst one, season, the, Mega the, Force. The one, the one where they turn into pirates and completely ignore that they turn into pirates because I super guess they Mega didn't Force. Want to. Okay. Yes, that one. It's the same season because I have heard because I have heard like like it's basically basically like the two worst seasons of Power Rangers I've heard have been Mega Force and Operation Overdrive, but for largely different reasons. With Megaforce, it was 
largely just incompetent, just them poorly adapting all of the, it's them poorly adapting all of the fucking like Sentai storylines, doing barely anything with it, having the characters just be like stock models that only wear one set of clothing and just kind of like hover from scene to scene. Yeah. And then Operation Overdrive, people actively hate because the characters that are actively awful. Yeah, they're just not good. And so is one of the actors. Yes. Well, I mean, he didn't murder anybody. He did technically steal from a charity. Wasn't that an accident? Uh, I, I believe. I, like, you no, you talk was, about the was, game and I'll listen. Like, didn't, didn't that get ruled involuntary manslaughter or something? Uh, it was. He killed him in self-defense, but I'm pretty sure he still got charged. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, so he was arrested for allegedly stabbing his roommate. He stabbed the admin with a, with a medieval quote unquote Conan the Barbarian sword. That is a direct quote from this thing. I mean, hurts me. if you're, hurts I mean, me if you're, I mean, if you're a Power Ranger, that's that's how you do it. That hurts me as a blacksmith. Uh, Medina claimed that he stabbed uh, Sutter in self defense after Sutter forced open the door to Medina's room. Uh, into which Medina's girlfriend had retreated after an argument between the two. Uh, on In 2016, he was charged, he was arrested again on murder charges in connection with the death. Uh, he faced possible sentence of life imprisonment with a chance of parole after 26 years. So the prosecutor's planning to ask that Medina be held on $1 million bail. Uh, in 2017, he was, he pled guilty to one count, one felony count of voluntary manslaughter. Okay, that's what it was. He was charged uh, with with a maximum of six years in prison, uh, released from prison in 2020, only having spent three years in jail. So, yeah. Power Rangers. Good fun, yes. Yes. But this is not a Power Rangers. This is the far superior Sentai version. Boo. Mm. That's what you say. Boo I've watched you. some Sentai. I'd say it's about fifty-fifty. I mean, it's, I mean, I mean, there, so, some seasons, some seasons are better than ours. Gokaiger is like the best Sentai season, arguably ever. In Super that, that I will agree with. And Super Mega <laughs> like, Force was was freaking awful. So Gokaiger wins this one. Yeah, no, Gokaiger wins. <laughs> I do believe some seasons of the Sentai are superior. I'm not. That much of a Power Rangers nerd that I'm like, no, it's, Power it's, Rangers it's, always better. It's, it's like bo- bo- both uh, both Power Rangers seasons you've mentioned they're terrible. Have had some of the best received Sentai seasons ever. So you know correlation yeah. there. And then one of the best Power Rangers seasons uh, was from a Sentai that I believe was considered a joke. It was a joke. I mean, it was an et- it's an entertaining joke, but it was a joke. It was it was one of for for some reason the car seasons they always decide to make them just like you know half gag yeah just blow my half, car has googly eyes blah. half serious half gag i mean people love zen kaiger and that's yeah. just as dumb and then the american company took that dumbass fucking googly eye car thing and then made mad max and they decided to make it mad max slash terminator all right so anything so else the game or the go kaiger well, i didn't actually i didn't i didn't actually tell you about the game <laughs> yeah we haven't talked about the <laughs> game at all our we got, this, we got distracted by talking about uh, so the game uh the game is pretty simple you play as gokai red and you walk around stabbing and shooting things <laughs> and to the game's credit 
you can transform into all, at the time, 37 other reds. But since you can only turn into reds, they all mostly play the same. They what? Gun, all the they, red rangers are identical? That they, doesn't sound true. More or less. They, they, I mean, some of them are different. But, you know, like 80% of them, they have a sword and a gun. Well, there is technically one red ranger that is evil. Purely technically. And not at all in the Sentai. There you go. (laughs) I was like, none of the Sentais have an evil Red Ranger. None of the Sentais. The Rangers. Oh, are you talking about about Omega Squad or whatever? Uh, Yes, Alpha Squad. Okay, yeah, they're not. Obviously, they're not in the. Yeah. They're not. But you kept saying Ranger. Yes, that's true. Well, that's what they're technically called. I mean, I think they're called that in Japan, too, in some situations. I thought they were the colored heroes. <laughs> like they're, they're called that too. Uh, that's a little uh, inside joke from our Power Rangers game. <laughs> we're playing a Power Rangers game. Because of course we are. Of course we are. So yeah, most of the game is you you walk around as a, a red Sentai guy, who, whoever he happens to be transformed into, and you stab and or shoot things. Sometimes you can switch into characters that punch things or have extendable stick weapons, and I think that's about it. Please tell me that the things you are hitting, punching, stabbing, and shooting are bad guys. Yes. Because you just keep saying things, and I'm like, okay, civilians are technically things. Whatever, whatever, the, whatever the generic grunt equivalent is in the Gokaiyer season, I forget what they're called. But you know them. They're in every season. They look different. The putties, the putties, or the the whatever the whatever tengus. they call them. In the, in the, yes, I I don't I don't remember what the Gokaiger called their variant, but you know that's what you beat up half the time. Occasionally, some monsters show up. Occasionally, there are parts where you could play as Silver instead, but he can't transform into anything. He's just Silver. So why would you? Uh, because he has a spear instead of a sword. Ooh. So he has slightly better reach. And you, you you can only play as the other characters in like mini games, because that would probably it would probably be too hard giving everybody a transformation because you know most most of the other guys have things that aren't sword and gun, hammer, hammer or glove. What about an electric arrow. guitar? Did you just say glove? Glove, yes. Some of them have boxing gloves. Yeah, or. Or some kind of claw hand thing. They punch, so it makes their punches gooder. Yeah. Come on, Cape, keep up. You watch Power Rangers. Now I understand why people think it's childish. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? Now you understand? Yes, only now. Only now. Didn't understand before. Only now. To be fair... To be fair, I started watching it in college because I had to watch a Japanese TV show for my Japanese class, and I didn't want to watch a soap opera. So you decided to watch a superhero show. Yeah, yeah. and the, the they, professor they, was like, "Okay, that's fair." They never that's have acceptable. poorly, yeah, they never have poorly written, overly overly melodramatic drama in superhero shows. At least there's punching. There was punching, yeah. Well, depending on the drama then, you watch, there'll be punching in that too. And then, and then in film class, I did a I did a report on adaptation of Zoo Rancher to the first season of Power Rangers. 
which means I had to watch the entire season side by side to see exactly what they did. Oh, the horror. Uh, I, I mean, it was, it was, it was an entertaining process. I'll give you that. Was it like you lined up and watched the episodes like side by side, or was it like you watch one, then watch the next, and then go back and forth? I watch one, then I watch the other, and I watch one, then I watch the other occasionally. So are there any Megazord battles in this game, since, you know, we're talking about video games? <laughs> yes, there are. There are, there are, there are, there are occasional battles when you get to use the robot. But they're not really any different. They're the same as the rest of it. They're like fighting games, like where you have a health bar and the enemy has a health bar. And have you ever played the the original Power Rangers game for the NES? I've never played any Power Rangers games. I didn't know there were Power Rangers video games. I for have. the longest. I played. You, you, you know how like it's a beat up until the last couple of stages when suddenly it's a robot and there's like a health bar and it's like a fighting game. Yeah, it's like that. Well, already. Yeah. That's that's and that's basically. I mean, I didn't play it for very long because I was like, okay, I guess this. Is, I I assume this is how the whole game goes. It's it's a game for five year olds. It's not very deep. There's no there's no deepest lore there. <laughs> And and I didn't and I didn't feel like playing it to collect all all thirty seven characters or thirty five no thirty seven because there is also silver and his his other form so yeah I didn't play that long enough to collect all thirty seven characters I decided you know it wasn't worth it maybe Can another you call time. yourself a Sentai fan uh, yeah well I just I was I only play I played it like two days ago on like a passing whim. <laughs> because like I, I saw it on a on can, a can we just can we just agree that it like it, it is lovely that he felt he had to defend himself against my pretend snarky statement yeah hey hey our pretend snark and our real snark are hard to distinguish <laughs> anyway. I mean I, I mean I, I have to def- I have to defend it when we're playing our tabletop game so no, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. I feel I do. You don't. I feel it is. Ne- I feel it is necessary to defend to de- to defend that. Anyway. So anyway, what else have I been playing? Uh, I've been playing something else, but I don't remember what it was. Tight. <laughs> Maybe I'll remember by next recording. Yeah, but when the show comes back in when the show comes back in October. Yeah. September. We'll do September. Anyway, Cave. Uh, so, like I said, I did uh, Tales of Asperia. I haven't done any challenge runs in a little while, actually, which is shocking now that I think about it, but I also haven't been playing very many video games. But yesterday I had to go to the doctor. Um, Got a clean bill. Like I was terrified that they were going to tell me that I was horrifyingly obese and that they were going to have to put me on diabetes medication and throw me in a wheelchair for the rest of my life. But instead, they were like, yeah, uh, according to you, you've lost a fair amount of weight. Your heart rate's okay, and your blood pressure's good. Uh, I'm not going to be rude, but are you morbidly obese, or are you just slightly obese? Uh, I am, like, clinically morbidly obese, but my body fat percentage is so low that, like, doctors are al- always tell me, yeah, you're obese by, like, the chart, but you're not. Yeah, so. I'm are you, actually are you, obese. Are you under three hundred pounds now? 
Because one thing I want, because as as I'm sure you remember, I spent a lot of time in hospitals last year. And every time I had to get weighed, I'd always be like, I know, I know, I need to lose a few pounds. I'm 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 a little on the heavy side. And the doctor's row is like, I mean, you are, but you're not that bad. We've seen much worse lately. Yeah, I used to be three uh, ten, but I've been losing weight. So They're like, you can still walk under your own power. So, you know, I mean, good for you if you want to lose a few pounds, but you're not that terrible. And I was like, that's uh, interesting. That's the I said, nicest I that, thing anyone's ever said. I'm, to I'm, I'm, I mean, like, I mean, like, that's nice. It also says terrible things about the state of this, of the state of the people in our country. If that's what, and the people that go into this hospital, if that's what you keep saying. But, I, but I found the same thing where I'm, where like the doctors were like, no, 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 you're, you're actually pretty good. All things considered, the way oh, no, they encouraged you to keep exercising and losing weight. The way, oh yeah, I mean, guys, I mean, they did too. But you know, the way you guys talk about your weight. Just fuck, man. What? It hurts his. It hurts his feelings. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're like the the anorexic girls that are like, oh my god, I'm so fat. That I'm over here, clocking in at over 360, <coughs> and being like, "Yeah, you fucking cows, why ain't you losing weight?" <laughs> Is as we're, yeah, we're we're the equivalent of those skinny like model girls are like, oh my god, I'm so fat. Comparatively, comparatively, as far as he's concerned. Well, I love you, Dad, and I encourage you to continue your exercise <laughs> no. because I'm I'm very proud of the progress you have made. With 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 our with our slight overweightness. Yeah, it's like I. Oh God! Oh God! My neighbors are, bring, are breaking out the microphone. Oh, wait! What? <laughs> what? Yeah, they're breaking out the microphone. They're probably going to start singing. What? Why do they have a microphone? Just like, is it a karaoke thing? Are they? They they like to party throughout the summer, and they have a microphone. They have a speaker. Sometimes they sing karaoke. Sometimes they have a band. Sometimes they just scream. Like God, like metal scream or just sing poorly. Know. Sing poorly. Uh, sing poorly. Okay. I was going to say, if someone's out there just doing fucking like, just like, hey guys, here's my Lorna Shore cover. <clears throat> I can't scream. I'm terrible at it. I want to be able to, though, because it's really, it's really good. Will Ramos is a really good screamer. Well, because I had to go to the hospital, I would be stuck there for eight hours. I don't drive. I am terrified of driving. I I have been hit enough times that I think I've justified in my fear. <laughs> he's, he's afraid if he he's afraid if he drives he'll fall out of the car and the car will do a U-turn and smack into him. Actually, I'm afraid that I will become the person hitting the pedestrians. <laughs> um oh. so do I you go with have my a license. Yes, I have a license. Oh, okay. I'm a licensed driver. <laughs> I just don't do it. <laughs> just don't do it. It's like my grandma. If there's an emergency, I'll do it. Otherwise, not happening. It's like my, my my grandma had a license, but she never drove and never had a car. She just got it for the sake of having one. When Cave is in an emergency, he will attach himself to the front of the car and put it in neutral. One. I was forced to have one. <laughs> what? Like I was I was told you're getting a driver's license, and that was the yeah. end of the conversation. But no, so 
like I was like, I need something to keep myself occupied while I'm here because I'm going to be bored out of my mind. So I asked my wife, hey, do I have enough allowance left to buy a new video game? And she was like, yeah, you got plenty. Because I've been earning money building walls. Uh, home con- home reconstruction after the storm. Uh, so I bought myself I'm two gonna, games. I'm, I'm going tr- to not laugh them. that you had to ask your wife for your allowance. Yeah, I was just about to make a joke about it. <laughs> she keeps track of the money. There's, oh, a, difference. No, you've got, you, There's a difference between you've keeping got... track of your money and asking your wife for your allowance. No, oh, so we both, uh, we we have a set spending limit every month, and she keeps track of it, so she knows, alright, this is how much allowance money we have left for, you know, spending on stupid shit, like video games. Your wife isn't Asian by any chance, is she? No. <laughs> what? That, 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 sounds, that sounds like straight up, like, the Japanese housewife that has, like, full control of all the budgets and, like, allows the husband. I'm the one who suggested allowances. So. I know, but that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, just, just, the, it's, the way you talk about it is like, <laughs> is like your wife was like, honey, have you finished putting up the walls yet? And, you're, and then just like, just like talking to you like you are seven and then they're saying, hey, honey, you put up the walls, I'll give you $5. Uh, actually, I've made like $600 doing it, so. Okay, so it's not. Again, the way you're the, the way you say it, the way you like when when you talk about it, like when but you, it's when, an allowance. I am allowing make it, myself. Make it sound a lot more money. pathetic than it actually is. Yes, like the way you described it just now was my wife keeps track of the finances, and we have a spending limit on what we can spend on frivolous shit each month. And then when you are talking about it, you are saying because I did my chores, my wife gave me some money out of the budget. Actually, it was my father-in-law who gave me the money. He paid me because I'm doing the walls. So it's not an allowance. <laughs> that's just you being paid for work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is just regular adult shit, and you are describing it like a 15-year-old mowing lawns. I don't get paid to mow the lawn, actually. Not anymore. I haven't been yeah, because you're an adult. <laughs> it's not my lawn. <laughs> Does it really fuck? <laughs> so anyway, so I bought um, I bought Sunless Sea, and I can't remember the name of the other game. But Sunless Sea, I originally played on Steam, and was like, this game would be great if I could take it with me. So I never, I like, I still own it, but I've never played it since. Oh right, you're one of those weirdos who like, goes places. And then I was like, oh. I can get it for the Switch. Let me get it on the Switch. Got it on sale. Ridiculous sale. Like it was like twenty bucks originally. I got it for like five. Great deal. Um don't know if the sale's still on, but if you're interested, you should check it out. Um so Sunless Sea, like, I don't know the story because I haven't discovered all of the story yet. But you're in like a subterranean, like like you're on a subterranean like ocean lake kind of dealy. And almost you... like a sea. And that's the end of today's episode. <laughs> uh, it's been lovely. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys next time. <laughs> it's called Sunless Sea. Anyway, <laughs> just it's kind of ocean lake thingy. And you get a boat, and like it's pretty much. A wander and wonder kind of game where you go out and you're like, 
okay, there's tons of story to discover. I'm going to discover it. Um, like, you decide what you want your ultimate goal to be. I chose the wealth ambition because it's a good start. Like, it's a great way to start your character off. Just, like, get enough money together. And you die. A lot. <laughs> and, like, that's the game. You discover new things. You die. You build a new character who gets some carryovers from your old character. And then you die again. And then you just repeat ad nauseum until eventually you've, like, played through the whole of the game that you want to play through. Um, I'm on my second character, because I have some experience with the games, because I played the first, I played it first on Steam, so I do understand how the systems work. Um, like, still have not gotten an upgraded ship, but I don't know if that's just me being bad at the game. <laughs> um... Like, you build your crew, you can interact with your crew, uh, there's, it's a really, it's, it's a, it's an interesting little deep dive, um, and I adore it, but it's, it's really dense, like, this is not, like, there's a reason I wanted it, like, on mobile, cause I need to have something in the background while I'm playing this game, just because, even in a faster ship, like, one trip to a port is, like, 30, 40 minutes. Like, it is... I, I need to get a new engine, because, in part, it's because of how slow my engine is that I'm having... Like, I'm going as slow as I am, but I don't want to get a new engine because they're expensive, and I'm trying to save up money to buy an upgraded ship. <laughs> it's, it's six of one, half dozen of another. If I get a new engine, I'd be able to make money faster. But if I save up to get a bigger ship, I can make money faster. <laughs> See my problem? Yeah. They made a sequel to this game. Yeah, that, I, that's the other game I got. Ah, okay. You said you didn't remember the name. I didn't remember the name, but I know it's a sequel to the game. Okay. Sunless Skies. Yeah, that's it. Sunless Skies. Got them both installed. Probably going to off and on play uh, Sunless Sea for a while. And Man, I adore the world building that this game does. Because it's got this dark, oppressing overtone. And you're just living in it. <laughs> like, as far as I'm aware, my goal isn't to save the world and revert it back to its happy-go-lucky ways. No, I'm just a dude. Hey. I'm just trying to live my life while Cthulhu is knocking on my door, asking to borrow my sugar and my soul. Yeah, you bro you're just some kind of bro. You're just some kind of dude. Cause that's the thing too. Like this is like there's some very like eldritch horror aspects to this shit, and I am constantly on the verge of starvation because I need the cargo space for like everything else. <laughs> so it's like, all right, I've got two food left. Can I make it back to London? Because that's your home base, London. Can I make it back to London before my crew decides to start eating each other? <laughs> Woo! Giant crab. We're gonna make it. Yeah, baby. And I say, I say woo giant crab because some of the monsters you can eat. So you can kill a giant monster and eat it. And I specifically got a gun that can one-shot the giant crabs. Because I knew if I was out there starving, I'd need a gun that could one-shot the giant crabs. So, I have yet to have to eat the bat swarm. Because I'm pretty sure that's like verging on cannibalism. 
at least you're not drinking the bats. Wait, are are you a bat? What do you, no, no, no. The bats are always plump with fresh blood. Ah. That's why I say it's verging on cannibalism. So you are <laughs> drinking the bats. Yeah, yeah, I think you are. I think you're eating a lot of blood soup. <laughs> but no, um, I just got the tentacle monster cook. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he's a tentacle monster. He gives me that vibe, but he's, like, covered in bandages, so you can't really be sure. Okay, I was going to ask, is he a cook who is a tentacle monster, or a cook who specializes in cooking tentacle monsters? Oh. Okay. He, he gives me that tentacle monster vibe, I was like, well, does he have tentacles or not? Like, I'm pretty sure he's Eldritch Horror, is what I mean when I say that. Um, And like I said, most of this game is Eldritch Horror. There's a lot of abominations just floating about. Um, I was do I was on a just a a, a wander and wonder explore journey, and I saw a, an island. Only that island started moving and had tentacles and looked like it wanted to eat me. So I sailed the other way, where I found a giant moth that looked like it wanted to eat me. So I sailed the other way. <laughs> Like, hand to God, this this is what happened. And I was just like, I'm gonna die! Half of this game is, I'm gonna die! Yeah, I'm... So I'm, I'm looking at, like, The this... other half is starting a home life. Because I have a girlfriend slash wife. I don't know if we actually got married, but she has my... She gave birth to my child. And they live in my uh, seaside chateau. Uh, like, because I haven't... I'm not able to afford the mansion yet. Um... Yeah, no, this game is... It boggles. It boggles. Yeah, I'm reading, like, the Steam pages for both Sunless Skies and Sunless Sea. And just a good idea of what this kind of game is going to be is just the first three sentences of both these games' descriptions. So, at Sunless Sea, it is lose your mind, eat your crew, die. Yes. And then uh, Sunless Skies is Sail the Stars, Betray Your Queen, Murder a Son. And that's Sun with a U. Okay. Because, yeah, Sunless Skies oh, and is, an like... Another, another big thing about these games is choice. You make choices constantly, and they matter. Characters die. Permanently. And... I honestly regret not being able to save a few of them. Um, but I am playing on the like standard difficulty, which doesn't let you manually save. So when someone dies, they did. Yeah. Uh did did your game come with the DLC where you go under the water in a submarine? Yes, I bought the full version. I am terrified to get the submarine because it says I hope you're ready when you get it. And I'm just like, <laughs> nope. Yeah, just, waiting for that just, until I can at least afford a bigger ship. Yeah, just, fuck this. Fuck all this. Just the same anxiety. I want to have a second gun. Just the same anxiety that triggers every time I tried, anytime I tried to play uh, the Outer Wilds. Just, oh, yeah. cool. I'm just in the void of space. Neat. <sighs> but yeah, uh, I adore the, this game. And I was actually really sad that I couldn't really get into it on my computer. Because, I mean, just that's not how I play these kinds of games. And, like, 
I'm very happy to get to play like the this game and eventually its sequel cuz I'm going to I'm going to play the sequel after I've gotten an understanding of Sun I'm never going to understand Sun let's see <laughs> three three recordings later. All right, I'm ready for a lore deep dive on Sunless Sea. I finally understand the world. Yeah. All right, guys, someone here, who all right, guys, here's a game theory. <sighs> anyway, anything else we're playing? But that's pretty much it. Um, I highly recommend any version of the game. It's pretty reasonably priced, and it is so much fun. Like, I, I, I genuinely give this game one of my highest ratings, a solid five stars. Darn Okay, so I'm gonna. I, I it's my turn. I guess I have a couple things I want to just kind of run through quick because I haven't spent a whole lot of time with them. And then, and then two games that I actually want to spend some time talking about. So, uh, first up, Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song. I got this game from the publisher. Full disclosure. I played the first hour of it, then restarted the game to play that first hour again because I, sorry, not restarted, then I kept playing beyond that for another hour because I mentioned this in the video, but the second I, so played the game, booted up like an hour later, started playing again, figured out what I was doing wrong because the last five, because the last like 10 minutes of that video was just me running around with a chick, like a chick with my head cut off, failing to understand the mechanics and not realizing where I'm supposed to go. Because there's a curtain that you can see through and see behind that has a path going into it. And I'm just like, okay, why, how do I get in there? Turns out I was going the entire wrong direction. But I didn't spend a whole I haven't spent a whole lot of time with them. I only played, I think, like two hours, maybe. And even then, I'm going to have to, like, go back and restart. Because when I was recording that game, all of the actual, like, mechanicals, mechanics of the way the things work in the game... Completely flew over my head, and I have no idea what the fuck half the shit I do does. Always fun. Yeah, just, like, the second I was recording by myself, my brain shut off, and I just couldn't comprehend anything. Which kind of explains why I was really fucked with that last bit of the game, because what I had to, what I had to do was I had to go find a key in an office to unlock a door. But the door kept giving me a prompt of, like, prompt of like hey, you want to try to pick in the lock? You can't. So I just didn't think to try to find a key to the door. But yeah, it's Swan Song is just one of those like telltale style adventure games where you walk around and just talk to people. Uh, it is it is aping and kind of building itself a lot off of the like Vampire the Masquerade tabletop system. Which understandable because, you know, an adventure game with the system, but I didn't expect there to be like actual like literal dice that you roll. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, when, when I say that you roll, what I mean is when there's a chance the of failure, a die rolls. And like they still, and they like they use hunger and uh, like influence and different aspects, different aspects that are in the game. But again, had to spend some time with it. Uh, yeah, it just, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna spend more time with it and come back with it. Uh. Also, a new game that came out. I uh, didn't get a code for this from the publisher. I just bought it myself. Uh, Stray. By the time you are listening to this, a video will be up on, on the site of the first like 30 minutes of the game. Watch it. It's adorable. Yeah. Since then, I have played another hour or so. Is it still adorable? Yeah. Awesome. 
And it, it was, we're also starting to get more into the story of what actually is happening in the world. We met the robots. Uh, all the robots were fucking terrified of me for the first couple seconds because I thought I was one of those little, like, weird crab things that ate, that ate everything. Because none of them had seen a cat before. Yeah, this is the game where you play as a cat. And it got a perfect rating from me within the first minute. Yeah, because you have a button that lets you mew. You can just interact with other cats, just kind of rub up on them. Uh, you can dig your claws into carpets and rip them up for as long as you want. Uh, sometimes in certain is, locations, you can get paint on your paws and leave paw prints behind. Yes. Sometimes it is mechanical. Sometimes it is just physics interactions. We could just knock shit off the side of a building. <laughs> uh, yeah, the pinging. Just the, just the pinging. Yeah. Th there are some things with like uh, with like pots, especially, where you will just touch them and they will, like their physics will just completely fuck up and they'll just go flying. Same thing kind of happens with stacks of books, I found. Oh yeah, no, you you were just oh you oh because I remember you jumping on one or two of them and like it flying, but no, like you jump on them and they fall over. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They they toppled. But I got it to a point where uh, a thing toppled over and the book started vibrating so fast they knocked over another stack of books nearby. Perfect game, five out of ten. <laughs> five out of ten. They need to work on the physics engine. <laughs> but no, yeah. Uh, so the game, yeah, you're playing as a straight. You're playing as a cat. The cat gets separated from his other cats and ends up in a city of robots. And then from there, it's kind of an exploration game. You have that a little, took an interesting turn. Yeah, you have a little robot buddy that just kind of flies around, lives in your backpack. He's adorable. Yeah, and it's just you. Everything but the enemies are, are adorable. Yeah, and it's just you trying to get back to, uh, trying to get back to their cats. Uh, your cat is not like a super cat or like a special cat or anything. He doesn't talk. He's just a regular-ass cat. He is not a regular-ass cat. He solves puzzles. No, My I, cat can't even open a door that's unlocked and open. No, I solve puzzles. The cat's just there. The cat unplugged four batteries from various parts in the building and then brought them over to power stations where he plugged them in. A cat who ostensibly had only ever seen a powered battery system once before. It's a smart cat. You're going to die on this hill, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Just. <laughs> I am the pedantic asshole. <sighs> but yeah, you have this little robot buddy that like floats around and follows you. Uh, he is. He is the one that mainly interacts with everything. Like, he'll talk, he'll. He'll translate what the robots are saying because the robots have their own language. But what is neat about this is this is like a this is like a post-apocalyptic like robot society where humans are like gone. But it wasn't a thing of the robots killed all the humans. It seems like the weird crab things killed the humans. And the robots are like, oh, they're gone. That sucks. Like all of like the uh, like, we like people. Yeah, all we of the didn't kill the humans. Yeah, all of like the graffiti and stuff that like I've seen at least on this level has been. Hey, humans were all right. In fact, the robots have largely modeled and built their society on humans to the point where they're like to the point where they're eating robot ramen on their corpses. You mean? Oh, I want some ramen. <laughs> like I literally saw like cyber nori sheets or whatever the fuck they're called. Wait, we gotta wrap this up so I can eat some ramen. No. 
but yeah, uh, so far the game is largely like urban exploration. Um, not a whole lot of cave says puzzles. It's not puzzles. It's I pick up a thing and move it somewhere else. That's not a puzzle. That's a puzzle. It's not a puzzle. It's a puzzle. It's a puzzle. It's a puzzle for special people. It's a puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, to some people, putting a key in a lock is puzzling. <laughs> sure. But yeah, uh, the one issue, uh, the one only issue I've had with it so far is just the traversal stuff of it. Like, you are a cat. You jump on things. You jump on things very high. The issue is it is largely jumping on things that you have to be looking at to get the to get like the contextual trigger because you can't just jump whenever you want. That's my only real issue. Like it's a, it's a small issue, but it's becoming like a bit more of a it's becoming a bit more of an issue where I'm just like in these very heavily dense areas with like a bunch of different things can jump on. I try to jump up, I end up jumping down like three levels. I was like, I'm trying to get to the roof, you fucker. Mm, that that would piss me off. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be playing more of it and getting more of my thoughts out there. But yeah, so far. So far, uh, the main the main selling point of the game and the main thing with it is just you are a cat. They put a lot of effort into like cat based mechanics. I have no idea how all of them work yet, or what the purpose of any of them is beyond just being a cat. Well, yeah. everyone wants to be a cat. Well, yeah, you can knock shit off buildings. You can knock shit off ledges. Uh, you can uh, rip up carpets. I know where it's at? Yep, you can rip up carpets. Uh, you can claw into walls like scratching posts. Uh, you can put a bag in your head, and at that point, it reverses your entire control scheme. <laughs> so adorable. Yeah, the bag comes off after a couple of seconds. Uh, that actually it, that makes me think about a time where my cat was trying to get like a treat that had fallen in a uh, old tissue box, stuck her head in, and then just like I'm trying to get it off, and she's just backing away from me the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty great. After I sent a after I sent a video to my wife, of course. Yeah. And so then, last two things I want to talk about, uh, which are basically one thing because they are all made by the exact same developer and are the exact same game, just with different skins on them. Woo! Uh, Hex Tech Mayhem and the Bit Trip Runner series. So, for those who don't know, um, a little while back, uh, kind of in the midst of the big kerfuffle around like the game development culture at Riot. Uh, Riot Games, the developers of League of Legends, put out two League of Legends adjacent games. Games that are set within, like, League of Legends world, have League of Legends style characters and, like, stuff in it, but they're not League of Legends games. Uh, one of them, I think, was, like, a some kind of, like, weird turn-based RPG thing. Uh... Yeah, they're they're both called like a League of Legends story. Uh, yes, the the Ruined King, League of Legends story, a turn based RPG. Uh, and then the other one is Hextech Mayhem, which is developed by Choice Provisions, who are the guys who make all of the Commander video games, which is like the Bit Trips, and then more specifically the Bit Trip Runner series. Because uh, Hextech Mayhem is literally just built Bit Trip Runner. It is, it is a rhythm-based platforming game where you are 
where you have like four or five things you can do and then you have to do them in time to the beat and if you don't you die I fucking love the BitTrip Runner games they are not the deepest games in the world but they are very fun and like having this like insane track of shit to do I have I have played all those games to near 100% completion on every single one of them and I was like, "Sick, this is awesome." And then I check out Hextech Mayhem, and it's oh, it's the same thing, but it looks like a he- but it looks like a fucking League thing. I don't play League. I don't really give a fuck about League. I like League on a purely aesthetic level. Well, Arcane was good, but that's about where my interest in League begins and ends. But you gotta be into League, man. You gotta know the ins and the outs, and have it as a second job. Fuck that. I don't. E- I'm not even interested in Arcane. <laughs> yes, Cave. Cave's Cave's disinterest in League is infinitely greater than mine. But so I got so I got so I got Hex Mayhem for like five bucks. I was like, all right, let's try this out. Get into playing it. And it plays like Bitcher Runner. It's great. But then if I have to restart a level at any one time, the frame rate immediately drops to nothing. Despite the fact that all of my fucking like monitoring and Despite all the fact that all my monitoring software says, hey, you're running this at, like, regular 60, everything's great. The game's running at, like, 45. And an uneven 45 at that. And it just keeps... And it just that fucks up the rhythm. Because, hey, it turns out, when things are running at, like, a really shitty frame rate, it'll fuck up your rhythm and timing. What? That happens? Yeah, and so I had no fucking idea what was happening. I like I would like turn off all V-Sync shit. I would fucking do everything I could to figure out, like mess with the graphical settings to figure out what the fuck was going on. And I couldn't even find people complaining about this issue in the first place. So I'm like, all right, fuck this. Return the game. But I still had that itch. So I'm like, okay, let me go play through the Bitrip Runner games again. Let's try this. So I get Bitrip Runner 1 installed because I have, all, cause I, have all, I think, all three on Steam. Or at least the first two on Steam. And... Boot it up. Plays great. They have to restart a level. And then the frame rate tanks, just like the other game. I hope you figured out what was going on and the story has a happy ending. It fucking doesn't. Damn it. It never does. Yep, My it, hopes and dreams are dashed. Yep, the same issue was on, was on, that was on, uh, Hexic Mayhem was on Bitrip 1. Then I tried playing Bitrip Runner 2, and it was the same thing again. Just, hey, the game's playing great. Oh, was that? You had to restart the level. We'll get ready to get fucked. I do not get it. Did you try restarting the game entirely? I yes. assume you did, but. Yes, doesn't matter. Had to re- If I have to restart a level, I have to shut. If I have to restart a level, frame rate, t- frame rate chugs. And I do not feel like having to reboot the entire game anytime I have to restart a level. Yeah, that's completely fair. So I gave up on that, and have mainly been spending my time between two games. Uh, first up is Neon White. This game fucking took off recently. It came out, and then I think it came out like in the last couple of months. Let me just double check that. Oh yeah, it came out in June, and it is. It fucking like people fucking really got into this game because it is a because it's a game built and designed with speedrunners in mind. Mm. 
it is a first person time trials like platforming game where it's all built around this card system where the cards are guns and you can use them just as guns but then you can also discard those cards lose the gun entirely but gaining a movement ability where like like the pistol like, like you just start with a sword the sword can just like the sword can like reflect enemy shots back at them because you're their enemies and that gives you like a little bit of a speed boost uh, the pistol it's a pistol but they can discard to get a double jump uh, there's a there's an assault rifle that you can throw to get a bomb that will launch you. Uh, there is a submachine gun, like a little like fast thing that will let you slam down really fast. Uh, there's a rifle that will let you dash straight forward. There's a shotgun that will let you like fireball in any direction. And then there is a rocket launcher where the rocket launcher has the same like launch abilities as the bomb, but they can also just like grappling hook with it. And it's just in these like massive fucking areas where it's like some tracks of ground and then just nothing. As we're just like launching yourself around, killing enemies and trying to get to the end as quickly as possible through the fastest route you can find. And it is built from the ground up for speedrunning. Like in terms of concept, in terms of execution, in terms of like mechanical mechanically, it all plays really well into speedrunning to the point where I'm beginning really into it and have like gotten that like hit of just like, oh, I'm first on my friend's leader I'm first on my friend's leaderboard? Hell yes. I have friends? Yep. And then I do not look at the global leaderboard because I do not want to be demoralized by going from number one to number ten thousand. <laughs> yeah. I avoid leaderboards entirely for that exact reason. But yeah, like that aspect of the game is really fun. And then you have the story. Which I can take or leave. Oh, I hate that. Because I hate that. The overall I'm a story. I play for the story. Like I can play a shitty game so long as the story's fun. Because the overall story is kind of told like visual novel style, where you are a neon, a person from hell, like a person who died and went to hell, who is then chosen by the inhabitants of heaven, not the angels, the believers to compete in a 10-day-long tournament to see which one of you will be given the glory and reward of being allowed to live in heaven for the next year before the next competition begins. Oh, fuck that. And Like, it's not even a permanent, like, upgrade? Nope. Fuck that. They can take their reward and shove it. Yeah, and so everyone in, uh, everyone in the game is given a mask. Like, like, it doesn't really matter because all the main characters eventually see their face anyway. But every neon is given a mask and assigned a color. Not allowed to use your name. Because the believers are assholes. That's the large thing is that the believers are cunts. Uh, the angels all the angels are all cats, though. That makes it better. And the we and like the whole thing is that the angels, the angels' forms look like something that the person looking at them can accept. And for whatever so reason, for you, and for whatever reason, our main character, Neon White, he sees every angel as a cartoon cat. Mondays. And the angels themselves are decent enough people. You got one guy, you got one of the angels, he runs a bar for the Neons. Can, can I just say that I'm yes. not surprised that the believers are assholes? Yes, it, it's not a surprise at all. 
<laughs> literally from the <laughs> second they, yeah, literally from the second they start talking, you're like, oh, these guys are shits. Like the very second they talk. Yeah, and so you are Neon White, uh, and you are the only Neon with amnesia. You have no idea who you are, who any of this stuff is, and so that is the way that they explain everything to you. Uh, the thing is, though, there are multiple Neons in this group that know you. And specifically people who were, like, your best friends in life and were part of your gang, because you used to be an assassin, which is why you were in hell. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, they are uh, yellow, red, violet, and green. Green being the current champion. The current guy who is living in heaven and has been living in heaven like unopposed for years. And you like you yeah, like I said, you were all part of the same gang, and kinda as you go along, um one of the things you get is one of the things you, you can get is gifts. Every every level has a gift hidden somewhere in it that you can get. And then those gifts can be given to the pe- like the other players, like the other characters, to Unlock either dialogue options with them to, like, advance your relationship with them. A side quest that will basically just put you through a, like, very hard level for some reward at the end. Or a memory, which that gives you the backstory and explores deeper explores your relationship with each of these individual characters. Uh, it's not like a dating sim kind of thing. or It's not like one of those, like, dating sim or anything where it's like, oh, yeah, I gotta give them the right gift, and then that will up their le- 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 level. It's like, no. The gifts are very specifically color-coded. This is for Violet. This is for Red. This is for Mikey, one of the angels. This is for the other angel. So they take a lot of that out of it. It's just, I don't really care. Like, Neon White, as a character, I do not like him. Nothing against him. I don't hate him. I'm just like, okay, you're not interesting to me at all. I don't like you. Yeah. Green. I don't is, like your friend either. Yeah. Green is a gaslighting, abusive shitbag. You don't spend a whole lot yeah, of time. Yeah, he's supposed to be your friend, but he's never let any of his friends have a chance at getting into heaven. Uh, yeah. Uh, For vi- even just a year. Yeah. Uh, red is. Someone you may or may not have been in a relationship with before. And who just kind of like plays it the entire time of like, I'm not going to tell you what our relationship is, but I'll still play with you like a, like we're in a relationship. Okay, bye. Deal with it, shitbag. Uh, Violet sucks ass. She is the, she is the, I'm ta- I talk like a cutesy anime girl, but I'm all about violence. Yay, violence. And I'm just like, oh, you suck. I'm only interacting with you because the game forces me to for 100% completion. Woo! Teehee, blood and murder is fun. Yeah. And then there Especially is... Especially your death. Yep. And then there's yellow. He's just kind of a bro. <laughs> I like him. Mainly because he's so simple. It's just it's just this incredibly simple... Just, hey, what's up, dude? I like you. You want to get some brewskis? And I'm just like, yeah, okay. This guy is the least worst. Which I guess isn't saying much, but you You're know, the least bad. Yeah, and so having to I like can tolerate your existence. Yeah, and so having to go through those, I feel like I might be doing it wrong, just because like the way the thing I the way I go through these missions is I complete the missions as best I can, typically replaying them over and over again until I get the until I get the fucking platinum medal, then run through them again, get all the gifts, then give everyone their gifts in rapid succession that I have gifts for, and then leave. 
So it's like I'm just, go fuck yourself. So it's like I'm just getting like these concentrated doses of each of these characters. And so anything that is annoying to me, just I get is amplified. Yeah, just because I'm seeing it over and over again because I have to go through the same fucking dialogue things in order to give them the gift and then go through their shit. The levels that they give are fun. That's mainly why I'm doing it, just because I like playing the game. But yeah, so much of the story I don't really care about. So much of the characters I don't care about. Like I said, I think the only character that is still in the game that I enjoy right now is Mikey. Just because he just he's just some fucking like kind of surly asshole who does genuinely care about people because he's, you know, an angel and angels are supposed to care about people. I'm decent. The rest of the world isn't uh, less that closer to J.K. Simmons is J. John Jameson. Oh, these maskers are a menace. <laughs> These goddamn believers out here taking all these god taking all these neons and just fucking them up. It's horrible, I tell you. He like he has a giant cigar and also like calming the glasses. <laughs> but it's just a orange cat in a robe. <sighs> it's cool. But yeah, the the gameplay is mainly what's keeping me coming back because the game is like I said, really fucking fun. Like I I am not into speed running. If speedrunning was like this for all games, I would get why people are so into speedrunning. Because this is fun. Like, sh- like shaving like fractions of seconds off your time and just like perfecting your line through a level. It's a lot of fun. And just seeing that number, like seeing your best time like tick down and down and down, lower and lower. And then you go into the, and then you go into the real leaderboards and see like, all right, my, my best time is 15 seconds. What did everyone else get? Oh, three? All right. Cool. Yeah. The only thing, I, the only time I like speed runs is when it's a stupid speed run. <laughs> like when we were doing the stray video, I was making jokes about Haha, basketball any percent. I'd watch that speed run. <laughs> <sighs> and the last thing I played, uh, I started playing Yakuza Six. I burnt myself out on Yakuza hard. Back, like back when like the Yakuza collection came out, which was three, four, and five for the PS4. I just tried like mainlining those games, got like partway through five, and then stopped because I was just burnt out of the whole entire franchise. Just because you know, getting finish Yakuza one. It is just like getting like back to back to back Yakuza, or more specifically, getting back to back Kiryu. Because Kiryu kind of through those middle games, well, kind of, kind of for all of it but a lot in those middle games he's very much like the fist of the north star style of like badass characters of his his emotions range from stoicism to anger to i like children and not in that way no yeah not in that way and that is it too late they're like curious thing for like those like games three four and five there are i have an orphanage i need to run but these yakuza keep getting him away I know why you said Yakuza, but now I just am picturing, like, battle jacuzzis. <laughs> just, just two fucking, just two fucking jacuzzis rip off their shirts to reveal their back tattoos and fight on a rooftop. <laughs> but yeah, and so, I, and so I never actually played Yakuza 6, but then Yakuza 6 was on sale. And I was like, okay, yeah, fuck it. Let's, let's jump in. 
And I do not know if it's just because I know it's the last game I'll have to play as Kiryu for a while. But I am very into this game. Like, like a dragon. Yakuza like a dragon. That game kind of soured a lot of the earlier Yakuza stuff just because our new character is so good. I really love the guy from Yakuza like a dragon. And I, for the life of me, I cannot remember his name. As I look it up and l have no one else try to vamp for time for me. Oh, yeah. Kaska um, Ichiban. See, this is the thing. We're like you're the only one who knows about this subject. How are we supposed to vamp for time? I don't know, but yeah. So, uh, yeah, Kaska Ichiban. He... All, all Yakaza is that Kazuya Kira never kills anybody, even though he does the most horrific-looking things to people that they shouldn't possibly be able to survive. I gutted a man with a fish knife, and he was fine. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know that. I saw. I saw where he 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 like slams a guy's head into a, a curb and then sticks it in a car door and slams the car door on it like Kingpin didn't Daredevil and somehow the guy is perfectly fine. I'm, I'm pretty sure you shove fireworks in places that they don't belong on a person. I just shot a guy one time. Just grabbed his gun and shot him with it. He was fine later. But no, so Yakuza 6. Picking up directly after the events of Yakuza 5. Uh, Haruka, your adopted daughter for all intents and purposes, who throughout the events of Yakuza 3 through 5 became a pop idol. Uh, while on stage one night, announced her retirement and said, hey, my dad's a member of the Yakuza. Fuck all of you. Bye. Which then led to increased uh, attention given to the orphanage that you write, that you like own and look after specifically because Wait, Haruka, your daughter outed you did she have a reason no she didn't out she didn't out you she outed herself everyone knew you were a yakuza you were the former chair okay. you, you were the former chairman of I one of the largest yakuza organizations in the country i missed I misunderstood what you said yeah like haruka largely distanced herself from kiryu as a as a factor in her life at like the request of like her agents and stuff. Cause her agents are like, Hey, you can't let anyone know your dad's a Yakuza. It's the same kind of way that like, it's all over for you. Yeah. It's the same kind of way that like the same, the same like energy where idols like aren't allowed to date anyone mm -hmm. where you like, you have to maintain this image of being this perfect, but still attainable person. So that the, so that the horrible weirdos who like masturbate into pillows will be able to like think about you. The Japan the, the Japanese pop idol scene is so insanely fucked to me. They're weird. Yeah, they're weird. That might have been another reason why I was pushed away from it because a good chunk of like three through three through five, or at least from what I remember, was Haruka training to be an idol. And I'm like, okay, you are hyping you are hyping this up as the most like noble thing a person can do. If it's not it's I remember a story that came out a while ago, a few years back, where a Japanese idol had to had a video released of her having her head forcibly shaved by her other bandmates for having the audacity to have a boyfriend. Ah, uh, yes, I remember that. And I'm just I like, I don't, and I'm glad I don't. And I'm just like, you people are fucked. And then she and then she wore a wig at her next performance, and everyone was like, "Boo! Show you your shame." Just need that Game of Thrones ladies out there. Shame. Ring the bell. 
People are allowed to have relationships. Not if these idols, they ain't. Not if they're in the entertainment industry. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, so Haruka at her concert was like, hey, my dad is a Yakuza. Bye. And then everyone, the, the media, like, fucking jumped on that. It was like, oh, my God, Hakashi, this is a betrayal to her fans. Nani? Yeah. And so Kiryu ends up getting arrested uh, as part of, like, basically as part of just, like, an appeasement to the people from the government of just like, hey, yeah, we arrested people who thi- who look like they're in charge. So stop asking us questions about it, please. <laughs> Uh, Kiri was uh, sentenced to uh, jail for he was he's put in jail. I think he got like six years. Or pardon. What was he convicted of? Oh, being yeah, a yakuza. You. Okay. Being yeah. Kiryu, I think I honestly don't know why I'm so itself. frustrated with that concept. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, he he spent. Like the entirety of his adult life as a criminal. Yeah, I don't know why I'm bothered by that concept of Kiryu being punished for being a Yakuza member. I mean, he's like <laughs> the nicest Yakuza, but still, he's a Yakuza member. He is a member of a criminal organization. Yeah. Okay, so he spent three years in prison. Um, at which point, when he gets out, he learns that uh, he learns that uh, a uh, Kamarocho has largely been taken over by, uh, like, the Chinese triads. Like, like the Tojo clan has largely fallen. Uh, the current, the, the, the previous head, you know, your buddy, uh, of the, of the Tojo to- to- clan, he got arrested, uh, as well as a bunch of your other friends. Uh, some new shitheads took over and are, like, really fucking up uh, the Yakuza as opposed, as, like, what he believes but Kiryu believes the Yakuza, the Yakuza should be. Like, they are so antithetical to Kiryu to the point that they don't even have back tattoos. What? Yeah. I got, into, Yakuza. I got into a fight with a guy who is, like, the second in command of the Yakuza thing, and he ripped his shirt off, and it was just a, it was just a clean back. Disgrace. I'm just like, that's wrong. Like, I, I know that I sound sarcastic, but that's just because I'm very tired. No, he should wear, wear his fucking back tattoos. Like, that is so a fucking thing. Yeah. And so, that's all happening in Kamarocho. Um, and then also, Haruka, who was supposed to be staying with the, like, the orphanage, was staying at the orphanage with the kids, fucking left three years ago, and no one has heard from her. <laughs> then, then Kiryu gets to Kamarocho, and it turns out Haruka got hit by a car. Fucking Christmas! While she was carrying her one-year-old baby. <laughs> and so now Kiryu is emotional like, over. I didn't even know I had a daughter. Yeah, and so now Kiryu is like, okay, wait, wait, what do you mean? What do you mean you had a daughter? Ah, oh, because I'm playing Kiryu. You knew you had a daughter. You knew Haruka. I didn't know she was my daughter. She's she's your adopted effective daughter, but she is not your literal. Do- what are you? Where are you coming from with this? I haven't gotten to the part where you adopt Haruka yet. It's game one. I haven't gotten to that part in the game yet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I haven't put a lot of time. Here. I got very distracted with the um with the slot car. Uh pocket fighter. 
I got very distracted with it and put far too many hours into it and into fighting zombie uh, snake dude. Forgot what his name was. Zombie the snake dude, dude. The dude who jumps out at you to fight you all the time. He's not a zombie. He he turned into a zombie for one of his fights. Okay, so that's that's Goro Majima. Yeah. <laughs> and getting jumped when he's, I'm trying to go out he's on. He's not really a zombie, Brandon. but he's a zombie. He's not no, he he like zombies up for one of his side missions. Like he pretends that he got turned into a zombie to like make it even more like hard to win the fight against him. Anyway. So that is a thing. I I know. It's just I have never heard anyone describe Goro as, you know, the zombie snake guy. You know, the, the zombie he wears snake a snake skin jacket. Yes, and that people normally describe him as the crazy one. You know, eye patch guy. <laughs> Defining characteristics and not, you know, that one time he was a zombie. <laughs> I thought it's like I when you said that, I was like, wait, are you playing Yakuza Dead Souls and thinking it's Yakuza One? <laughs> but anyway. So yeah. Haruka got hit by a fucking car. She's in a coma. Uh but then, her, then, then there's her fucking kid. I was like, oh, sick. I have a grandkid. Where the fuck is your dad? And then for and then kind of going from there, he moves he moves over to um this new era in Hiroshima to try to like track down more about Haruka and uh and Haruto, her son's dad. And it's just a lot of uh, like him and it's just kind of him being like embroiled deeper and deeper into this like insane fucking like Yakuza labyrinthine like plots inside of plots inside of plots. Where it's like the new Tojo, like the new like heads of the Tojo clan are trying to like work with like the Hiroshima fucking Yakuza group in order to expand their like reach. And then there's this new group, this like weird street gang made up entirely of New Japan wrestlers. Led by Okada the Rainmaker. Who you also have to get into a fight with as part of like this new like weird like strategy game element mixed in with that. And I haven't even gotten to like the fucking like nightclub shit I got to do. Because it's Yakuza, it's got to be a nightclub. And so much of it is just these twists and turns of like learning, oh, I actually do all about this all the time, and then this is that. And then the entire time, Kiryu's just like, for fuck's sake, leave me out of the Yakuza stuff. I'm just trying to find my kids. I'm just trying to find my grandkids' dad, for fuck's sake. I gave that stuff up like two games ago. Seven games Why'd ago. You- why do you keep coming back? Because you he motherfuckers keep attacking life me. In the first game, yeah. Yeah, like he, did like, you not notice like, by all the people I've I've not killed? Part of the y- part of Yakuza One is like I'm I'm I've left being a Yakuza, and they're all like Mr. Yakuza. <laughs> Every game is Kiryu being like I have left being a Yakuza. Please leave me alone. Oh, <laughs> Yakuza. Well, then everyone's like, oh, the dragon of Dojima. God damn it. Son of a bitch. Like, I, I feel like if they make another game, at some point they have to just have Kiryu say, oh shit, we're doing it again. <laughs> so I haven't gotten to the end of this game, but I have played Yakuza 7, like I said, and Kiryu is in there as just like a full on, I think, full Yakuza dude. So I think by the end of this, he's just going to go, yeah, I'm Yakuza, whatever. 
fine. Fuck it, I give up. Yeah, I, uh, I, I have I have seen regular stories coming out about like, hey, here's the new screenshots from the new Yakuza sequel, and I'm like, ah, my boy, my idiot son's coming back to me because Ichiban <laughs> is a fucking moron, and I love him. He's also actually legitimately insane because the reason because like Yakuza because Yakuza Seven goes from being a like brawler to a turn-based RPG entirely because Ichiban played a bunch of Dragon Quest and then the way his mind interprets fights is it just turns them into fucking Dragon Quest fights it's why is it that every time they seem to parody RPGs it's always Dragon Quest I mean I know why but still you know know why Yeah, why because Dragon Quest is a national holiday in Japan exactly too many I'm people were like, taking I mean, off thick when Dragon Quest was coming out. It's like, what the fuck else are they going to do? I'm, it's like, it's like, hey, welcome to the Yakuza game. We built, we based it on Yokai Watch. <laughs> uh, Could be. I need to. I, once once I'm finished with Yakuza Six, I need to replay Like a Dragon. It's so fucking good. But yeah, anyway, Yakuza Six. I like it's. I've enjoyed getting back into Yakuza, like just getting back into the game, hearing the sounds, hearing the music, hearing the, just seeing Kamurocho the way the game like renders it because, you know, Kamurocho wasn't real, but you know, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just a lot of fucking fun. Yakuza is a fun series of games that I largely burnt myself out on. And I, the time away has given me new perspective and I'm like, ha, yes, I'm back with my old friend. My old friend. It's great. I Go cannot wait me. to see the rest of the boys again. Because, like I said, all of them are in jail. So, it'll be good when fucking, when fucking Majima gets back. I got to meet Akiyama, who is maybe my favorite character in the original series of games. Akiyama, for those who don't know is a man with billions and billions of dollars who runs a loan business. And the way he gives out loans is, hey, you want a loan? Okay, do this task for me. It's not illegal. It is entirely to see if you are willing to put in the work to earn money. And then if, hmm, and then, and then nice. if, they, do, then if they do the task, like like one like one person, uh, I think from Yakuza 4, was like, hey, I need money. Otherwise, I'm going to get evicted or whatever. It's like, all right, cool. Are you working? No, okay. Your task is find a job by the end of the day. It's like if you That's aren't a bit unfair. Well, no, it she does. It yes, but I once spent two years job hunting. I mean, he he said a job. It didn't have to necessarily be a good one or a high paying one. Yeah, and or you can get a job at McDonald's in an hour. Yeah, she she got a job at a convenience store in an hour. Sounds about right. Yeah, and the guy was like, "All right, sick. Here here you go. Here's here's a couple million yen." Because that's the thing, he, he never gives these people, he never like gives them a task that is impossible to accomplish. He's not like some rich person who's like, oh yes, go get a job if you want money. He's like, hey, if you are willing to put in the work to get a job, then that means you are willing to put in the work to earn the money. So here's the money, you've earned it. It's neat. 
I like Yakuza. But yeah, I, I, I always spend more time with this. Um, it's been interesting having the game. It's always it's always interesting when they give you a city to explore that's not Kamurocho. Like uh, th- this one we're exploring, um, Onishima. It is. It's like out in Hiroshima, and they have this like big. I, I would imagine that like after the first two games, nope. you kind of just own Kamarocho. Uh, not really, because you leave Kamarocho and go out to like. It's go... never. It's never that easy. Yeah, like, like Kamarocho is largely owned by you know the actual yakuza, and you are like living out in Osaka in your orphanage. It's just you keep. Okay. It's just you keep coming back to Kamarocho because you keep getting. Cause you keep like seeing on the news. Where it's like, hey, a bomb went off. Someone fucking spray painted like alien shit in here, and the yakuza are being weird about it. And the other go, oh goddamn it, I gotta go see if my friends are alive. I, I keep trying to get out, and they keep dragging me back. <laughs> well, he, he keeps saying that, but the actual thing is, a yakuza guy says hey to him once, and he's like, all right, I'm going back to Kamarocho. <laughs> It's a man. Well, yes, but the myth that he pushes yeah. is, more, is very important. Yeah. It's a man who can never escape the yakuza while doing everything he can to jump back in dick first into the yakuza. Yakuza is great. If you get a chance to check it out, do please. The games are all on Steam. There has never also been also on e- PS4. Yes, there has never been an easier time to get into yakuza. I still haven't tried any of the Judgment games, which I want to. The Judgment games are, I believe, like, Yakuza Gaiden. There's, like, some weird side story that's happening. Happening, uh, like, in the same places without any of the major characters. Just some fucking dude. You're just rolling around slapping dicks. It's neat. But, yeah. That was what I've been playing. Uh, and that will do it for this week. Thank you all for joining us. Excuse me. Uh, we'll be back, hopefully, in shorter time than three months. We have a new episode of these. We have other stuff coming out. Uh, I still haven't put out the Gamera track. Oh, God. So, God dang it, Dad. the commentary track for Gamera will be going up soon. Uh, Gamera uh, Guardian of the Universe, was it? Uh, I don't remember. One of the Gameras, it'll be up there. Uh, yeah, tell us stuff on Dad. I'm Cave. I'm Alex. See you in October. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Have a wonderful few years. (laughs) 